it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. Colorado has two nicknames, the Centennial State and the Headwaters State. On both sides of the Rocky Mountains, throughout this state and beyond its borders, we settlers have built the agricultural systems we brought with us from Europe around this water. More specifically, around the water that runs off from snowmelt, which we collect and store in dammed mountain lakes and desert canyons, and redirect from rivers and creeks into ditches, which in turn then deliver it to farms and ranches. I grew up next to one such ditch, and I live next to another one now. While the ditch of my childhood served to deliver water to the farmer, to me it served as a source of a great deal of my entertainment. A river to tube on, a lane to race homemade boats, a place of experimentation on how to build a dam, also in neighbor relations and how to take down a dam. I knew its every bend, where it was shallow and where it was deep, where the minnows lived and where the tadpoles hatched. Today in our western landscape, open ditches built over the past 150 years still serve as delivery systems for agricultural water. They also provide essential resources for all kinds of life. Animals drink from them and travel along their edges, crossing private and public property to find food and family. Their leeks feed big cottonwood trees and wetlands, which host migratory and local birds and work to keep our neighborhoods cooler on hot summer days. Growing up in Colorado, I take the ditch's presence for granted, something that has always been there and always will be. But our landscape has in fact changed a lot in the past century and a half under human management. These ditches came into existence about 40 years after the beaver, our original local landscape architects who had built ponds, lazy pooling creeks, and the lush grasses and rich riparian areas had been hunted into an inch of their lives, forced out of all but the highest alpine regions. Construction of the ditches led by many industrious hands in the last two decades of the 19th century were supported by government funds, made possible in part by General Wesley Powell, who dubbed this region the arid wastelands of the West. Today, Western Colorado is facing real and exceptional challenges resulting from rising temperatures long-term drought, and increasingly irregular precipitation. We are, I believe, once again facing a landscape-level change. In efforts to make precious water go farther, farmers and ranchers have begun piping the historic ditches, routing the water underground through plastic PVC pipes, a move that often makes the most sense from the standpoint of operating a farm. Piping increases the efficiency of water delivery for agriculture and may also result in cumulative water savings within an irrigation system. It can also have other positive benefits, like reducing selenium and salt loading from eroding soils. At the same time, the piping of our dominant source of surface water has serious implications for our landscape and for our regional microclimates. In fact, it may be a primary ecological tipping point standing between the agrarian landscape that we know and love and a man-made dust bowl of a desert. The loss of trees and wetlands fed by ditches will have a cumulative impact on our microclimate and will result in increased heat and drying. Scientists call this phenomenon desertification. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.